Brancourt Talks Sci-Fi's Krypton. Welcome to the House of Al. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. You have entered the House of L. Choose your allies wisely, for the fate of the universe may rest on your shoulders. And don't take strange objects from children. <laughs> yeah, this is that. This goes back to the scavenging. Don't scavenge without gloves. And don't accept things from children you don't know. No. Like, you yeah. tell children don't accept candy from strangers. Don't accept candy from children. Exactly. Because right they there. have put it in their mouths. That's like my niece does where she licks the chips and then she gives them to you. <laughs> Lord. No. Don't trust Have children. you ever gotten a soggy chip? Come uh, on. No, don't trust children in the apocalypse either. They're never on. It's always a bad thing. Anyhow, before we jump into that, just want to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. You can find our full playlist of recaps and interviews over there and at soundcloud.com as well. Also, be sure to check out some of the other great writers at Pure Fandom. If there's a show or movie that you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it in court. How can the good people reach us? Well, if you want to email us, you can reach us at bradandcourttalk at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter at Jindev and he's BradTV. Be sure f- to follow at Pure Fandom as well. Just keep up to date on the latest articles that have been posted. You can also check out Pure Fandom on Facebook. And Brad, do you know what else is on Facebook? There is a site on Facebook for a group of, of toys that children give to people. <laughs> okay. I'm just guessing. Toys for Tots. It's like, on there. Oh, Toys for Tots. That's so actually no a good one. Toys we, or... We're good for that one, but yeah. But I don't <laughs> know what else is on Facebook. Um, there are some dudes who dressed up like uh, Sub-Zero and Reptile and some other folks on Facebook. <laughs> if you're curious about that and um, what they did, at, was it C- C-E-2-E? C- C-2-E-2 up in Chicago. Yep. Yes. I know somebody who actually I know a couple of somebodies who went this weekend and they looked amazing. If you want to see the pictures of Brad as Sub Zero, uh, you should join us on our Facebook page at Brad and Court Talk. And it's a long, long name. You can just put Brad and Court Talk, and our, all of our little things come up. We yeah. have one for Van Helsing. If you've been watching that show, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. But if you've been watching it, go join that group and you know just chill out in there with us. We have about three hundred members, and sometimes a cast will drop by to you know give us some behind the scenes stuff. But since that's just shooting now, they haven't really been active lately. Right. Yeah, they've been doing a lot of work out there. But it's really cool. I mean, you want to follow people on Instagram, too, on that show because you get some behind-the-scenes stuff on that one also. Yes. I usually get my stuff from Twitter um, for them because, like, all the actors will post there. And I just post whatever they have um, over in the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know who's been t- posting a lot? Terry Metatalis. Right. For 12 Monkeys. He's been posting in some of the different 12 monkey gr- twelve Monkeys groups getting ready for the final season. Yeah, that's going to be great. We can't wait for that one to come back. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, but if you want to talk about Krypton or the other shows that we happen to be covering, like Siren, you can just drop by our Brad and Court Talk Facebook page. Uh, that's pretty lively with different people telling us about the different shows or movies that they're watching. Oh, A Quiet Place, Brad. Go see it. It's amazing. Yes, that's on the list of things to do this week. Okay. Yeah, you have a busy, a long, long list. But yeah, put that somewhere in there. Definitely. Okay, so this was <laughs> Season 1, Episode 4, The World of Rao. How Specs and Rao set Lyda up to take the fall. Seg tries to help her, but he gets sidetracked by another group that seems to know quite a lot about Brainiac. Yeah, it seems uh, everybody knows about Brainiac. 
Yeah, that's, it's weird. Yeah, I, like, I wonder how they know about Brainiac. Yeah, I wasn't really expecting that, but huh. I wonder if they have something to do with Val. I, yeah, I, I think possibly, but uh, this whole voice of Ryle thing that really came into perspective this episode. So we know now that the helpers are the only ones that can see him, but do they really see him? It doesn't seem really because um, when they actually got to see his face, he had his, his mask on ar- already. Like everything else, they saw him like from behind or in shadows. Mm-hmm. And we haven't even seen who he lo- what he looks like either. So nope, I'm not sure if they have actually trust seen him. But we do know that they're more trusted than anybody else is to at least help with that. I did like how he was able to turn the lights on. Yeah, how about that? So there's some kind of shield around Krypton then? Right. Or well, even no, Kandor? Th- the, the shield's just around the city. Because we saw, because right. you know, you go outside and it's all wintry like it is now in the Midwest in the middle of the spring. It snowed the other day. <laughs> supposed to be 70 on Thursday and then it drops down to 38 again. Whatever. <gasps> oh, boy. But yeah, that's, he has the power to turn things on and off. Yeah, because we've seen that shield when, um, like, they, they airlocked Grandpa Val. Right. So I didn't realize it was also blocking out the sun. I, you know, I'm watching the show and I never realized, okay, there's no sunlight. I don't, I don't even think of it. I don't, well, I, the whole part about that, I don't really think it was blocking out the sun as much. But whatever happened to Krypton, you know, I don't think their atmosphere is anything outside. Or they do have an atmosphere because they have it in the castle. But, you know, certain things are like that. But we don't know where the sun's at. It seems like it's perpetual darkness. What it, what actually happened to Krypton to make it so apocalyptic? Right. Yeah. Maybe we'll find. Or was it already a dying planet? We know it's going to die eventually. Right. Because yeah, we yeah, it's like the Titanic. We knows what happened at the end of it. So. <laughs> right. There was room on that door. Just saying. Jack. Oh, I agree. Jack could have made or it. Could, we know this off. because you know, uh, the MythBusters proved that. Anyhow. <laughs> Did you also notice how different his voice sounds in the mask? Uh, yeah. It's like, he, he feels like the Wizard of Oz, honestly. Like, he's a perpetrator. He's dealing, yeah, definitely. He is perpetrating something. What yeah. his plan is, we don't know. But we also do find out that, you know, Darren is kind of working to overthrow him. Yeah, we've been wondering since episode one, like, what is their big plan? They seem like they were up to something, and now we found out the whole big thing. They're trying to get Jana on their side, and they want Seg also. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they they knew they needed him, I guess, maybe because of his old house status? Well, they needed Seg because of how the rankless honored his family name, the, the house okay. of L. And we saw that before when his mother died after that. He went down there, and one of the one of the uh, rankless came up and had, you know, their house symbol on a rock or whatever and said, you know, we love your mother and all that stuff. So yeah. if he was to do something, he is the one person who could actually unify the rankless into yeah, well, it, it seemed like they wouldn't have wanted to throw Lyta under um, under the bus either, but one, because of her mother, and then two, because of how we saw the rankless regard her after she helped uh, one of their members after he was murdered. Well, that was more or less because of the voice of Rao, man. I mean, he went down there, right, to yeah. try and do some stuff. Like, you know, he was going to do the blessing on the guy that got, got killed. 
And yeah. as soon as that happened, everything kind of went a little crazy because they didn't want him down there, especially yeah. doing uh, the ceremony on the fallen on the rank. So when that happened, he's the one who says, you know, somebody's got to pay for this. What's going on down there? Which is where Darren ended up getting Lita in trouble for her actions to, you know, she was tried for treason. Yeah. Like, we just thought that she was going to be in trouble for disobeying her her commander. Mm-hmm. But we got somebody else to change their mind on what happened, you know. Yes, we did. Of course she was shady. We knew it was going to happen. Anyhow, but, you know, Rouse the one who deemed Lita is responsible for the guy's death. And mm-hmm. uh, not sure where that was going to go since the Rankless all knew that she helped, you know. Right. That was... I, I that's the part that got me. I was like, they were there. If they if they actually say anything, they could just be like, ah, whatever, you know. But I would think that they would actually end up saying something like, you know, she's the one who did the right thing. The other person just shot her for no reason. Then, right. Then they go, I, okay, you take the voice of the rankless over, you know, a, a military person or not. Right. There's that, and then. Everybody seems to know about Lyda and Seg, and oh, you would God. think that the Rankless know about them too. I think everybody knows. It was like they should have updated their Facebook status too. You know, <laughs> it's complicated <laughs> or, or something. They, they did update it and didn't realize it. I don't know. They were broadcasting all kind of signals to everybody. They thought it was private, and they had it in you know public, and everybody uh-huh. knows. Everybody yeah. knows, even people who don't know them. Were like, oh, you two. Yeah, I heard about. Oh yeah, they're together. My friend of a friend of my neighbors knew about you guys. I heard it through right. them. Yeah, so like uh, she she is a lot more valuable than they were giving her credit for. Oh, definitely. Like maybe if this had been the first episode, like before she had stepped out as a commander and kind of proven herself, like yeah, she would have still been the girlfriend or hidden girlfriend of Seg, but like she she proved herself to them to the Rankless. Well, Seg went to uh, Nisa to try and get her help. Yes, she did. Her. That was an interesting moment. And she presses him to say, "Yeah, I love her," just to confirm what she thought. Yeah, because she saw them. She saw them together last week, right? Oh, yeah, she knew about it last week too. She read Facebook. She got the update. <laughs> she read their faces. Yeah, she knew everything. She their Facebook. Dun dun dun. <laughs> she knows what she's doing, so she got that going, and. That's where, you know, she goes with her father and says, dude, we got to make this happen. And you went behind everybody's back and said, yeah, they planted a body bomb on the rankless to set Lita up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Seg's, you know, planning to free Lita because he wants to take Rom to the council to give her over and say, hey, look, I was right. Yeah, because she, she was dying anyway at that point. Right. So there was really nothing he could do to help her. But while he was trying to do that, he's taken prisoner. By Mysterious Forces. I was going to say, do we know what the name of that group is yet? I know there was supposed to be an offshoot of Black Zero, but apparently that's not who we need to worry about. Yeah, this is uh, Black uh, Black Zero, the faction of Don't Mess With Them. Basically. No, I don't even think they're associated with Black Zero. It's just one of those, you know, we use Black Zero because they can get us stuff. Yeah, like the weapons and communications and everything. Right. They're like Yellow Dandelion or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't. Maybe they don't. I, I'm sure we'll find out a name soon because they know all about Brainiac. We find out. Yes, and how to detect one of his sentries. What did you think about that? 
nothing like bugs in the face. That freaked me out. Like, I was like, close your mouth, Sag. Don't don't let him in. Oh, he goes straight up. That wasn't even necessary. You know what would have been worse? What's that? The eye. Uh, This is true, but if we go back to the Wrath of Khan, the bug can go in your ear. Oh, my God. Remember? Okay. Yeah. That wasn't so good for Chekhov. He didn't like that at all. (laughs) Yeah, bugs in the body, never a good thing. But I like it. It did, you know figure out that it's your Donna Century because it was able to, it was a little truth detector kit, I guess. So I wonder if when they use that on Ona, or if they'll use that on Ona, if it'll kill the Century without hurting her. Uh, that's a good question. If they do that, if they have a chance yeah. to do that. Because we don't know. Last thing we saw that little bug, Seg had already thrown it in somebody else's body and ran off and let them just, you know, have the pain of that. Yeah. Which I did love the whole fact that, like, after they took it out, they said, yeah, this is, you know, helps detect centuries. And his line of, thanks for explaining, I feel so much less tortured now. <laughs> <laughs> but Like, I could have told you I wasn't hijacked. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I could have told you that. <laughs> we also find out, whoever this commander guy is, you don't want to uh, disrespect his orders. Yeah, he's pretty badass. Yeah, I I'm like, s- I need him to hang out with Jana yeah, and date. I, yeah, I, I said, don't touch uh, Seg, and next thing you know, you're dead. Yeah, don't. He's man. That's <laughs> that doesn't do well for you know morale. Well, follow his orders then. You should have brought that up in the morning meeting. Okay, remember, no touching the prisoners unless I say so. Put that donut down. You can't have it right now. No. If you've been under him for however long you've been under him, maybe you should already know this rule. Maybe he was only there for a day. I was like, hey, dude, I'm new to him. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Missed that. Yeah, but no, they've been getting like tech and weapons from from Black Zero. And, and again, I'm just tr- trying to figure out what the connection is with, with Bell. He's been gone for like 14 years, and he was put on trial because of what he knew about uh-huh. Brainiac and the other the other existences beyond their universe. So they, like, this guy and whoever else has been in the know for these 14 years. Right. And I always want to say that, that him and Val knew each other at one point in time. Yeah, I like, get with that. They were somewhere in the same science guild or something like that, and this other guy went, nope, we got to take care of other stuff, and he just kind of went off the deep end a little bit. Or he could have been in the military. I mean, he's got a lot of, a lot of pull. Oh, he seems that. very military. Well, at 14 years, you can learn that stuff, too, you know, so. True. Is he already yeah, Especially he, under the voice of Rao. Right. Def, well, the voice of Rao just showed up like four years ago, I thought. No, 14. Oh, 14, 14 years, years ago. Why did I say four? Anyhow. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, and then we know there are different sectors, so we're familiar with Sector 19, but we don't know too much about the other sectors, right. do we? No, we don't. Okay. Not at all. So Seg wants the word of the commander to break a prisoner out of lockup, and he will take them to Rom. So we know who the prisoner is that they want to break out, Lita. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the part that I really like, the fact that um, Ona wanted to make an offering with her mom to the voice of Rao. Mm-hmm. So she drags Kim down there, and he's like, yeah, okay, we do, we'll go do this. When the light goes out, he loses her in the crowd, and she goes up to Rao, and she's almost stopped by the guards until Kim tells Rao about the offering. Mm-hmm. 
And that's kind of, you know, stopped everything from happening. And he took it. And now Ona is going to be given a rank and serve as a word of Rao. I thought yeah, was um, I think she's a novice, a novice. Well, either way, she has some. Yeah. She didn't really have anything before because her mother died, right? And yeah. she was going to live with Kim, which you know he's a good guy and all, but her faith in to become a nun basically is mm-hmm. you know in a, in, basically and the word around is what she's wanted to do. And I thought it was really cool. Now, granted, this isn't going to work out well for her because <laughs> now that we also know. That you know, Darren and uh, Lita wanted to take down. Uh, no, Darren and Nisa wa- wanted to take down the House of Rowell and overthrow them. Yeah, that's uh, not going to work now. No, it's yeah. So, question: For some reason, I thought Ona was also infected. So she's not infected at all. She's just a novice, and she gave the offering because when right before um, Rom died, she said, "Stop Ona," so stop her from giving the offering that my century wanted to get to row. Is that it? I guess. Okay. No, I like that. I like that so much better than infecting the kid with whatever that was the century. Well, see, and, this is, although dark no. kids, you know, we love dark kids. Right. But then again, we also have the fact that was she infected by the century? Cause that would make sense also, because as we learned from the commander, if she's not dead, she hasn't fulfilled her entire, uh, if, Ron wasn't dead. She hadn't fulfilled her entire plan as Brainiac's, you know, century or whatever. Oh, I think so, her plan worked out well. So she could have passed it to Ona, right? Mm-hmm. The century could have went to Ona and didn't know it. And since Ona was not strong enough to control what needed to be controlled, mm-hmm. she wasn't, you know, alpha enough for it. It just kind of hung out until it could trash, transfer over to somebody else. And it knew Kim wasn't like the, the most one. powerful being on the planet. Right. So once it knew that, knew, knew that Kim wasn't anybody to transfer to because he couldn't do anything. Next right. step up was the voice of Rao. And with that ability to transfer over, I don't know if it went into the, 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 the uh, offering that she gave her or if the offering was something that was own a part of uh, Black Zero also, and that was her trying to take out the voice of Rao. Uh, you know, oh. was that something? Was she a part of it? Not Ona, but Rom. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's why she said stop Ona because you know the whole thing. I don't know. <laughs> that's the whole. There's a lot. There's two different ways that can go on that, but we do know that that infects the voice of Rao and. Things are interesting. <laughs> yeah, like you said, the house facts plan, it, it probably will not go as they expected anymore. Right. But we also had the fact that with Ona coming up dressed in the voice of uh, the voice garb and leading the prayer, mm-hmm. how the rankless previously did not want the voice down there, now overthrowing him will be hard because the rankles now honor him a lot more than they did before because he took one of their own in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And gave her stature that she would never have. That's funny. Um, so at the beginning of the episode, when he was, um, you know, putting on his costume and everything, and he was talking about going out and showing the light of Rao and how it could heal all wounds, he said, we will be reborn. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And, that's and he, he was happened. reborn for sure. 
I mean, he could have just been talking too. Oh no, <laughs> he know? was totally talking, but like it's it's ironic. Right. He could have been maybe that was his plan to take somebody from the rankless and pull him in. And this just offering of the little girl was just the best thing ever. And he's like, Yeah, I'll totally yeah, do that. He, now he's got good press. Yeah, but now he's also infected with something or going to die or is now a century of brainiac or there's oh, something he's totally a century. bad happening with him. <laughs> he had to toss his uh, mask across the room. So, <laughs> yeah. And with all that, uh, we end up seeing Seg at the end of it just escaping into the wasteland, dripping blood. Uh, yeah, that was a, that was a good cliffhanger. He did manage to escape the commander after doing some uh, fight scenes there, but things did not go well for him on that part. So where is he going now in the wasteland? Uh, he's going to try to make it back to Kandor, maybe? But uh, Well, yeah, when he came out of where he's being held, he was in the wasteland. So, yeah, I, he's got to make it somewhere. How far away is he from the castle? How far he was from Kandor? Where's, you know, where's he going to go? Uh, maybe he can make it back to the fortress. Or maybe Adam will show up, even though he should be very mad at Seg. Uh, definitely. Definitely. I, there's a lot going on. I really like this episode. It's really starting to grow on me a lot more than it was before. I, oh, for sure. This this episode really sank it in there for me. I like how we have so much turmoil going on from different routes. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Black Zero really wasn't the big bad that they were talking about. It's just the commander... Is he good or is he really bad? Because he'll kill somebody without caring. <laughs> and then the voice of Rao has his issues. And, you know, and then we have Nisa and her father are doing their own thing. And Seg's doing a thing. And, yeah, there's just a lot going on in that one. Yeah, they did a really good job with uh, the world building. And, um, like, just adding the different layers to other characters. Right. Like, we even got to see that cool moment um when Seg showed up after he found out about Lyda and um, Jana told him that just go and Devin, Dev, uh, clearly Devin knows about them too. Oh yeah. Everybody knows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was upset. Right. And that was the whole thing too. I mean, her, uh, Jana was kind of a little upset about that. Yeah. Cause she said, I know how, I know somehow you're to blame for this. And technically he, he wasn't even though, he he did ask her to let him into the communication center. Like that was the only thing that he asked about her her to do. Right. Yeah, that was the, the only thing. Oh uh, yeah, he did delay them from going in, so that's why she didn't file an order. Well, that that's true. But when she goes into, <laughs> you know, okay, like when Nisa also showed up up there when Jana was yeah. talking to her, she said that she didn't think she's a traitor and thinks she is there to you know protect her also, and then kicks Jana out of the room because you know that's how she rolls. Because Nisa's just, she's all on it. Like, I don't, I don't trust Nisa. Like, I, I know, I don't, like, I'm really confused as to why she, she decided to help Leda after all. Like, what kind of strings does she think she can use to keep Seg? And she keeps talking about this kid, Cor, was it Corvex? Right. It's not going to happen. Well, maybe, I don't know. The reason it's, it's not going to happen, Jarrell. Well, I think she's on a different path than her father. Okay, you know, we know her father wants to, to take over everything. And she's the one who says, we can't do this without Seg, because without Seg, we can't. We don't have the rankless. So can and she then, be trusted, though? Well, you know, we know that she knows that Seg and, and uh, Lyda are, are a couple, so she has to manipulate everybody in order for her to get Seg's 
um, you know, willingness to help her out, she needs to free Leda also. So they have to go through. She has multiple steps that she has to go to. It's just not one easy path. She has to do all the paths. Yeah, that makes sense. She's a planner, and she's seeing more than her father knows. Right now, her father is dealing with the voice of Rao and doesn't quite grasp what's going on on the other level that she's on. And she also has really cool holographic mirrors. Oh, my God. Like, uh, she has cool wardrobe or ways to try on her wardrobe. Right. Yeah, she's she's got a lot going on there. Definitely. All right. You got anything else on this? Uh, just, I really love the costumes of uh, the novices with the word of row. Like, they had it on their clothes and then, like, on their faces. Like, I just like that the whole effect. I did, too. That was pretty cool. I did not see anybody dressed as a voice of row at C2E2 this weekend. I was rather depressed by that. But hmm. I did see Next a lot time. of really good cosplay out there. So, there was that. Nice. A lot of Deadpools. A lot of Deadpools. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, you know, Deadpool's the way to go, I guess. I it's, I love Deadpool, but yeah, a lot of Deadpools. Mortal Kombat. It was really cool. A lot of fun. <laughs> uh, my favorite one that I saw this weekend, though, was this huge alien, uh, huge demon-looking thing that looked like it was, I don't, from Doom or something. It was yeah. humongous. I will have to post a picture on Instagram of that. Dude, it was It was insane. The amount of detail that went into it was just crazy. Yeah. And yeah, they had some really good good cosplay out there. A lot of a lot of really good stuff. A lot of a lot of good stuff. Right. So, yep, next week well, well next year getting the Mandalorian costumes done, working on Cobra Commander. I'm also going to throw in a Men in Black one in there cuz you know, that's Ooh, be an easy one. good to idea. Do. Yeah. All right, so that's what I got. Anybody else got anything? Let us know. Yeah, what cons are you going to next, and what are you dressing up as? Like, what is your con wear? Is that what it's called? Costumes? Yeah. Con wear? Cosplay. Whatever. Cosplay, yes. Or as, I like con wear, though. Or as Adam's wife put it, uh, going to play dress up. <laughs> well, hey, <laughs> then we've all been cosplaying all our lives. Yeah, there's that. All right. Well, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com and check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for The Crossing, The Magicians. Oh, my God. That was an epic season. Um, Yes. Van Helsing, 12 Monkeys, Winona Earp. I'm missing something. We got a lot of shows out there. We actually have like 100 and... Hundred and what is it, hundred and fifty five or some odd podcasts out there right now. So something yeah, like that. We got a lot of stuff there. And over on Pure Fandom, a lot of awesome writers putting out some amazing work. Yep. Uh, make sure you check those guys out. Um, you can also email us if you have any comments or thoughts about the episode. Again, you can email us at bradcourttalk at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter or the Facebook groups. Brad and Court Talk. Yep. You can find me on Instagram. I'm rambling, Brad. Also, I'll have some other uh, stuff put up there. I'll do it right now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you had any thoughts or comments about this episode, let us know in the comments section below, or hit us up on the Twitter or Facebook page. Until next time, please think first before you accept an offering from a child. It could infect you with a century, or it could be a licked chip. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.